a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Where's Navidomskis when you need him? (laughs) Just because he gets so giddy when he hears this music because it means it's uh, ski season again. We do have a snow day to talk about today and some new snow. Just a little skiff of it It came around uh, today as we record this on Wednesday. Looks like there's a return of more, however, coming on Monday, Tuesday next week, which is great news. And uh, today, just looking forward to connecting for the first time in a long time with my friend Emily Summers up at uh, Deer Valley Resort. Emily, good morning. Good morning. So great to connect with you, and there's so many reasons why, uh, because there are two or three things I really want to make sure people know about. The first is, and let me just back up a little bit, one of the things I have always loved and appreciated about Deer Valley is the fact that you don't have a race to be first to get lifts running. (laughs) You want to make sure that the entire experience is what Deer Valley is known for, and so you've always waited until the first week of December, and yet... This year, because Mother Nature's been kind to us, is this the earliest opening ever for the resort? I think it's safe to say. It's the earliest I've ever seen. This will be my 17th opening day. I've never seen a November opening. It's really exciting. There is rumor that it may have happened one other time in the 80s. But we can't get consensus on what year that might affect. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just go with the earliest opening ever, which yeah. which is fantastic. <laughs> but that uh, that what would I say? Attention to detail, the attention to quality, uh, is one of the reasons why Deer Valley Resort, for the tenth straight year, has been uh, voted on as the best. Is it North America? U.S. Yeah, U.S. Best In the resort. U.S. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations again on a 10-year run there. Thank you. Yeah, you nailed it. You know, Deer Valley, we've never been the first to win the race to open. That's not our priority. Our priority is offering that exceptional on-mountain overall experience Um that we can. We're known for having impeccable grooming, snowmaking, a wonderful ski experience. And so we have traditionally opened that first Saturday in December. Um, but this year, we've been saying it's historic. So we're doing something historic ourselves. We pushed up opening day just by a handful of days as a as a really a thank you to our, our season pass holders and our uh, local Utah skiers and our staff just get everyone on the mountain sooner. We all have this pent up demand and mother nature is really helping us out. Yeah. It does a lot for your mental health just to be able to get up there and get, uh, you know, out in the fresh air and, and enjoy a ski season. It's always something we look forward to. Uh, how much of the mountain is going to be open this weekend or do you know? 
I don't know because they, things will change daily, yeah. but I can say it's going to be a great opening. Um, we're looking at, we have six peaks and we're probably going to be able to open train almost to three of them. And then um, what's really been the, the game changer this, this early season is the temperatures. We have an extensive snowmaking um, system and capability on our mountain and the temperatures have been ideal for snowmaking since our um, crew came on the week before Halloween. And so when we can make snow, like we've been able to terrain really comes online very quick. So all of that will be updated daily at DeerValley.com, but it's going to be a great opening. All right. So as people listen to this, I mentioned uh, and try to every week that we're recording this program this week on Wednesday to avoid Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> as this airs, it's opening day for Deer Valley, which is fantastic. Your um, original opening day was the traditional first week of uh, December. I was looking forward to this uh, Shred for Red fundraiser that you've got going on. You said that's still going to take place next week. Yes. So the Shred for Red fundraiser, this will be the fifth year of us partnering to host the Utah uh, Lymphoma and Leukemia Society's annual fundraiser, Shred for Red. And it has taken place on our opening day. That was the plan again, but we'll just be a couple days into the season. The first Saturday of our season will be the event this year. Um, They put together an amazing program where you do challenges all over the mountain. With an opening like this, there's a lot more variety we can add to their schedule. And they raise some, um, they raise funds to support research uh, for blood cancers. And um, it's been a really great partnership, and we like to kick off our season supporting them. Yeah, so there's another good reason to be up there uh, at Deer Valley next weekend. The the third thing that I wanted to make sure we mention, and, and you know, my family's very close to this event because uh, Becky's twin brother, my brother-in-law, who actually passed away. I don't know if you knew that. He passed away a couple of years ag- ago. Yeah. Uh, un- un- uh, or unexpected, yeah. which has been sad. But uh, it was always so meaningful to him because he was listed uh, as one of the founders of Freestyle. So it was one of the chances we had to get together and really celebrate not just his life but his career. That's coming up again this year. It has never gone away, but we were sort of uh, kept at arm's length through the COVID era from it. Yeah, this, I mean, like you said, this event, it's got importance to so many people in the community. Um, This will be the 25th year that Deer Valley's hosted an international freestyle skiing competition. So in our iconic venue that was also used in the O2 Games, we've hosted world championships or World Cup every year since. And we highlight the best mogul and aerial freestyle skiers in the world. Um, the last two years, definitely a challenge as we worked through the pandemic. We still had the event, but in 2021, couldn't have spectators. 2022, a couple things played into uh, to format changes, and that was also, we had low snow. We couldn't create the evening venue and the light supports that, that we needed Um and then we were sending these these athletes to the Olympic Games the next week. And so we just had to follow every health and safety protocol we could. But we are excited <laughs> to bring back our format of what we're known for. And that specifically is night events. Getting people on the mountain, creating an atmosphere under the lights that the athletes look forward to competing in. It's like their favorite stop on the tour because of the night atmosphere and the Utah spectators that show up in force. Yeah. Well, and it makes it special this year, too, because uh, 
On Utah's Morning News this week, the governor's been talking about the progress that's being made in possibly getting us another Olympic Games in 2030 or 2034. That announcement's coming soon. And my guess is that those events will again take place in Deer Valley uh, if the Games return to Utah, which we hope they do. So it's February 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, moguls, aerials, dual moguls. You've got some packages available that will include quite an experience that includes all the food you can stand. Yes, yes. We can't talk about Deer Valley without talking about food. But most important is general admission to create that spectator experience we were just talking about is free and open to the public. However, we do have enhanced spectator experiences that will go on sale um, at 10 a.m. on November 28th. And there's two options this year. New is the champion package. $4,000 for two people gets you all three nights, VIP package, uh, gifts, dinner, drinks lift tickets, kind of all, everything you can imagine to have the best World Cup experience. And then we also offer our freestyle feast tickets, which is um, by night, so you can choose one or all three nights. And um, those are $200 a person, and it's dinner, drinks, and a gift, and um, a dedicated viewing area. Yeah, uh, and, it, and it's heated, by the way, in case it's yeah. bitterly <laughs> cold out there. Uh, but people still step outside the tent to get the best view of uh, these world-class athletes that come. It's, uh, it's a special experience that hopefully you keep on the calendar February 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, and the food is the best. And there's nothing like Deer Valley Chili, the turkey chili right there <laughs> on the ski hill, uh, which is part of the experience. All right, and I should add that uh, Deer Valley continues to be on the icon path. And the value of that is incredible. Yes, Deer Valley continues to be on the Icon Pass. We are a limited resort on the full Icon Pass at seven days. Icon Pass, um, for the first time this year, we won't be on the base level, but you can. there's two options. You can increase, um, do an add-on to the base level, which gets some premier resorts, includes Deer Valley. There's five days on that. Lots of details, but yes, there is accessibility through the Icon Pass. And those seven days are worth more than you paid for the Icon Pass <laughs> that gets you all the other skiing during the sea. It's mind-blowing, actually, what's available for people to ski these days. Uh, I miss you. It's uh, great to catch up with you, Emily. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. And congratulations on the earliest opening ever. It's a historic weekend at uh, Deer Valley Resort. We'll take another break. Come back and finish out the program next. Don't go away. Wrap it up uh, KSL Outdoors Radio and the Greenhouse Show coming up after the news at the top of the hour. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. 
Final couple of minutes of the uh, program, and as we were getting ready, I told you, Russ, as we were getting ready to record, I got an email from, or actually it wasn't an email. I was trolling on uh, social media, and uh, Brighton had sent out a, a post on Facebook about right. some events they've got coming up next week, so I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. But uh, you know this from our years of doing the show, even though you don't do ski a lot of skiing, you've been on the hill with us a couple yeah. of times. That anytime we can get resorts up and running before Thanksgiving, this is amazing. It makes a ton of difference in their ski season, their revenues, and uh, hotel stays, and all the rest of it as people make their plans to be here for the holidays. Jared Winkler is with us. He's the guy, of course, up at uh, Brighton Resort. Before we jumped in, Jared, uh, you were talking about how great the conditions are for this time of year. Feels a little like January up there, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's nippy and there's plenty of snow and you know all the terrain's open up here. We got all all of our lifts going and things are better than can ever be. Yeah, so we're recording on Wednesday, but you were telling us that by Saturday, when people are listening to this on the air, you hope to or will have the entire mountain open, all of lifts running. Yeah, we're we're wrapping up snowmaking and then going to open up the Millicent chairlift and then everything will be open. We have our terrain park going. We have ski school rocking. Everything's just you know, we're cooking great up here. Uh, Brighton's always one of the first places I, I see any social media posts on because people are hiking up the mountain as soon as there's anything on the ground to play in the boneyard. And I remember uh, seeing some messages from you guys that you were, love the fact that you're up here, but folks, if you want this resort to open for the ski season, you need to give us some time and some space for us to prepare the way here. Yeah, that was a that was a wild storm. I mean, we had stuff spread all over our parking lot, you know, in the middle of building projects and all these other things going on, and then it suddenly just snowed, you know, like just kept snowing. And 60 inches, I think, was our storm total. And so we had to go find all those, you know, pieces of equipment and other materials for projects that we just kind of had to put to the side that were buried in snow. And then just getting <laughs> caught up was our, our thing. Everyone asked why we didn't open early. It's like, well... We didn't expect this to happen, and, <laughs> and it happened so fast that it caught us off guard, and we did the best we could to catch up, and we're still catching up. And so, Yeah. Well, but, it's a nice surprise, and uh, as I told you off the air, Emily Summers was saying the other thing that Mother Nature has done is sent these cold, crisp temperatures, which makes it possible for you to do your own uh, blowing of snow uh, with man-made stuff, but you might not even have to do that much longer. There's another round of storms coming Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, everyone always asks, I mean, with this much snow, what do you need to make make snow for? But those high traffic areas that get a lot of people skiing up and down, it pushes the snow right off the runs and you get down to the grass and the gravel. And so we want to get some hard man-made snow on there. So if it does go down to that, they're going to ride on, you know, hard snow versus the ground. And so that's uh, that's really what we're making snow for. Wednesdays are special days for you guys up there. Uh, you've done it for years, but uh, renamed it, rethemed it, I guess, in this charitable, as in uh, lift chair, uh, events where you're going to be picking different charities to benefit from your Wednesday skiing. Tell our listeners about that. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a huge deal. We got a $40 lift ticket for the next three Wednesdays. So starting on the 30th, the 7th, and the 14th, if you go online, you can buy a ticket for 40 bucks and come take advantage of the entire mountain. Is that just night skiing or is that all day? It would be uh, all day, but we don't have night skiing open until the 12th. And so the last one, you'll be able to do the night skiing if you wanted to come up for the afternoon. But 
right now we're just day skiing from oh, okay. you know nine to four. All right, I'm glad you made that clarification. Uh, but night skiing is still one of my uh, boys' favorite things to do. They can come late in the afternoon and uh, ski under the lights, which, if I remember right, you've expanded even your night skiing territory. Yeah, even this year we've added two more runs on our Snake Creek lift to uh, you know just keep keep adding more more skiable terrain at night and adding more light and. It's, it's going to be excited to open up nights when we do. Parking still free up there? Parking is first come, first serve, but we do have a small section of about 100 spots that you can reserve in advance. You just go on the website and reserve that spot. And what that does is kind of – it doesn't reserve you a spot in the canyon because if the canyons are crazy, there's nothing we can do about that. But, you know, if you at least get to the resort and need your spot, it's going to be waiting for you. All right. I just wanted to get sneak you in here for a few minutes, and we'll catch up uh, again after the next couple of storms, but let people know uh, that you could have the entire mountain open this weekend and uh, some great events coming up starting next Wednesday. We'll talk soon, Jared. Congratulations on an early opening for the resort. Yeah, thank you, and we'll see you soon. All right. Uh, Russell, that'll do it for the show yeah. this week. And uh, if people want to get a hold of you for sat phones, maybe they're making their plans for next week. Well, yeah, and I, I was thinking that, you know, we've got these uh, uh, Starlink units for rent for the cabins in the winter, you know, take it up, set it down, oh, and yeah. go. Yeah. Let us know as soon as possible if you want to rent one of those. They're reasonably priced, unlimited data, and uh, we'll hold one out for you. Yeah. 801-450-8317. Or online. Skycallsatellite.com. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. Thank you. No, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Uh, All right, don't go away. Coming up next, it is uh, The Greenhouse here on KSL. We'll see you next week. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless and I will never understand it I will never accept it I'm Amy Donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast The Letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives the realities of grief and the possibilities of forgiveness I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.